0: Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi everybody, this is David Finkel, host of Scale Your Business Radio. Every week we share ideas and strategies to grow your business and get your life back. In this segment, we're talking about escaping the feast or famine cycle. How to systematize your lead generation so that it consistently happens. And and here's the problem. You're, You're so busy handling the details of the business, being wrapped into the day-to-day operations, that you currently don't have time to stop doing the fulfillment, the production, the doing of the business to do more of the sales and marketing work because you have too much work on your plate, or you're either scrambling so busy to get more work that eventually you get all that work, now you stop doing the sales and marketing activity and jump over here and do your 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 actual fulfillment production side, and then you get wrapped in the production fulfillment side, maybe finish up a couple projects, and now you're scrambling because your pipeline's empty. And there you are, and you're at this place where you're constantly scrambling back and forth between production and fulfillment, and actually out there generating new business. And as a result of that, you're really in a place that what you're left with is building no real momentum. And as a consequence, without that momentum... You start feeling anxious. It's like you can't trust that your cash flow is going to be predictable and consistent. And when you start doubting your cash flow, then you start becoming afraid of making more longer-term decisions in the business. You're afraid of hiring certain people to help on the fulfillment side so that you have more time to do sales and marketing. Or you're afraid to hire more on the sales and marketing side because you're so, again, nervous about the cash flow. And what happens is you start getting stuck. And we have a name for it. We call it the feast or famine cycle. And we'll just start off with an example. So uh, I'm thinking of of Dennis. Dennis was one of the clients that we've been working with for many years. Uh, We've been working, coaching his company now. It's an engineering firm for, gosh, now it's been close to four years now. When we first started working with Dennis, he was at a point in his business that he was so busy fulfilling on engineering projects. His company, his engineering firm, did somewhere between one and two million dollars a year, depending on the year. And it was successful. It had worked. But it was a middle-stage level two business that was owner-reliant. And so there Dennis was, and he had a major contract with a power utility. And he was working on that, and part of it required that he show up on site. So for over a year, he was commuting back and forth to the site to do that. And at the same time, he's trying to manage several other projects he had going on that he had subbed out or subcontracted some of the work to. One of whom was an employee that was a chemical, um, uh, an engineering wasn't an engineer, pardon me, was a, a chemist that she was doing the the environmental chemistry work to make sure certain sites were okay. And he had stopped doing all of his business development. Well, something interrupted the flow on that major contract. The actual underlying. Um, company that was doing the power plant build-out ran out of money, they ran out of funding and so Dennis was left in a situation where he had to scramble to find more work. He hadn't been doing any of the sales and marketing efforts and so over the course of about 10 or 11 months he scrambled scrambled and he's just back to the point where he's built up his sales pipeline really quite strong with that. One of the things we've worked with him on is this idea of how does he make sure that that doesn't happen to him in the future. And so I want to share with you five core concepts to help you with your marketing, to make it so that you don't fall prey to feast or famine. So the first is a concept we call evergreen. By evergreening your marketing, what it means is you're creating your marketing pieces and marketing efforts so that they can be used over and over and over again, what that might look like. So imagine you were a service business that you had a retail location, maybe you had a uh, HVAC company, heating and, and air conditioning company. And every spring, um, after the winter time, you have a certain offer that you want to go out to do a tune up for spring cleaning of your, of your duct work, you know, and making sure that you're changing out the filter for the, the summertime when your air conditioning is going to be going back on and to tune up that AC so it's really energy efficient. Rather than doing that offer one time and then the next year recreating it from scratch, just by taking a little bit of extra energy, another 5%, another 10% of energy, to do your marketing in such a way that the next year comes by, you can pull off the shelf, so to speak, go onto your computer and go into your system of your systems and pull out your spring, spring cleaning or or air conditioning tune-up offer. And maybe it's a combination of a postcard along with two direct mails and a follow-up phone call script that your staff is gonna use to follow up to these people. So there's a postcard sent, a letter sent, phone call made, one more letter sent afterwards. It's a lot of effort to set it up the first time, but if it works and you tracked it and can show that it worked, next year it'll become a snap because you've already got everything. All you need to change are your dates. For example, if you put an expiration on the special offer, they can get what normally is a $395 tune-up and they can do it for $149, but they have to call in the next seven days by make up the date here, by April 16th or April 20th, you might have to change that date depending, but the rest of it is an evergreen campaign, it can be used over and over again. The second way that you can start to uh, avoid Feast or Famine is by, again, systematizing your marketing efforts so that when you have a mechanism to do the marketing, if you can turn it into just a simple system, what it does is it reduces the thought that you have to put into it. So let me give an example. One of the companies we work with in our business coaching program, um, they're a physical therapy company. They have six clinics in North Dakota and in Minnesota. And one of the key leaders and owners of the business, her name is Heather. So Heather says that for her and the other four uh, co-owners of that business, they get so wrapped into treating patients that they often stop doing the marketing. And I just talked with her a little bit about it. And, I, and what really became clear was, was that, The way they had been doing their marketing before we started working with them was they would figure it out each time they would kind of come up for breath. (laughs) When I said with them I said likely you're never going to come up for breath so how can you do your marketing so that some of your staff can help or at the very least you make it so easy that you don't have to think about it. So for example referral sources from major orthopedic clinics and the areas where they have their physical therapy clinics are probably one of the dominant ways they get new patients. So they know they should be doing consistent outreach. And for each of the clinics, there are four to eight um, medical groups that they really should be reaching out to on a regular basis. So We put a simple system in place where each quarter, they have a simple checklist. Each therapist at each location is gonna contact the four to eight people in their area twice. One with a small little effort and one with a big item. The small little effort might be a phone call or a handwritten card saying, thank you for the referrals you've been sending. Just want to let you know we were thinking about you and hoping you're doing well. A bigger item might be dropping by the office with cookies or bagels and cream cheese and just stopping in and say thank you, dropping off more flyers and or business cards or brochures to put out in the waiting area for those that need to, and just renewing the relationship. And by systematizing it so whatever that small offer or that big that big touch is for that quarter, they don't have to think about it. One person creates it and all the other therapists follow along it takes less attentional units. And let's face it, attention is probably the most scarce resource of any business owner in today's world. So that's an important one. The third way that you can reduce Feast or Famine in your business is to staff it out. You know, Bonnie, uh, one of our other clients who recently, we're so proud of her, she just reached uh, what we call a level three business, a business that's no longer reliant on her. She's cut her hours back from 45, 50 hours a week Down after Finally, after four years of working together, she's down to 10 hours per week. She does very little of the day-to-day work in that business at all. She's really free of it. She owns it as a passive business. But one of the things she had to do, she had to train her staff to go out and do the marketing parts with that. And so by having it systematized, not only did she just train her staff, but she had the tools that her staff could now be empowered with to do that. Next, um, as another way of reducing this feast or famine cycle, is to introduce some simple controls and here's one control I really want to just push you to use which is a marketing calendar I mean it seems like it's so no-brainer you know we should have a calendar that spells out this quarter um, at least this month here's what the marketing activities we're going to be doing are but so few businesses do that and the beautiful part is you can combine this with the systematization that you're doing with the evergreen that you're doing with the staff that you're turning on and so for example, Sasha, owns a dry cleaners, one of the other businesses that we work with, she was featured in our book, Scale, You know, they created a marketing calendar quarter by quarter so she knows which promotions are going to be running, which helps Sean, who's one of her key leaders in the business, know what he needs to do in advance. Oh, gosh, coming up in, in January, we're doing a specific promotion so I can plan backwards. By this date, the marketing needs to be done. By this date, the front counter team needs to be informed of what's going on, and these pieces need to be done by our, our delivery team. So by having it on a calendar, it helps you to evergreen it in a way that can be replicated. And finally, um, how can you automate more of your marketing? Can you use some email integration so that that you have a drip campaign that happens over and over again? Can you turn your your direct mail so it happens over and over again? Like Kimberly, one of the, the salon owners that we work with that owns two salons, it just happens automatically. So how can you automate some of the marketing so that you don't have to think about it fresh and new each time? And the benefit for you when you do this is you can control the business much more effectively. You can count on the cash flow because you always know your pipeline is filled to a certain level. That lets you make more hiring decisions to staff up, which now reduces your fear and anxiety, and you can be in more of an abundant state, which really helps you as the business owner scale. It's so important for you to be able to do that and not to wonder or worry about that. So I want to encourage you to get to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Make sure you register for that. There are wonderful tools to help you and build more about your marketing. Coming up in the next segment, we're talking about determining your company's true lead generation challenge point so you solve the right marketing problem. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. I'm your host, David Finkel, here at WSRadio.com. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business, while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Toolkit.com.